1: Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest sports columnist.
2: You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. I ain't, I ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't writing anyway. nothing. I ain't letting him write I ain't getting no
1: interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't
3: get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm
0: good.
1: On 92.9 FM ESPN. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly. I do never drop swear on a rampage. But what's popping up before you know it? There's rubble and the we'll be pushing it up. Somebody you
4: Everybody, happy Friday. Uh, let's see. Today we've got Jason Smith coming in here in the next segment. We'll talk to Jason. This is Jason and John. Chris Herring comes straight up at 10 o'clock. He's got a mailbag up at the Daily Memphian, which I would suggest you read. And then Jennifer Biggs is going to join us to talk about food because we like food. Jeffrey, what's the best thing that you've eaten this week?
3: Ooh. Uh, my wife makes uh, killer chicken piccata. She made that on really? Tuesday, I believe, yes. My wife's a good cook. Is chicken
4: piccata, Is that have the
3: it's have like light, the light thing? Yeah, what? it's lightly breaded. Um, does it have pasta involved? Is yes, on the we side? Had, like, uh, I think she just did spaghetti. Normally She's a good do, cook. Yes, my wife is a very good cook. Well, I mean, good for you, man. Yes. Um, we cook a lot. We cook probably f- at least five nights a week.
4: We had fish sandwiches last night. Cod from Fresh Market.
3: There you go.
4: And, uh, like, f- yeah. fr- fried, and we fried them up, and, uh, and absolutely delicious. delicious. There you go. So uh So, uh, but best thing I've eaten this week. I don't know. I had steak
3: last night, too. Thursday night, steak night at the right house. Ribeye? Oh, yeah. On the grill, or how do you cook it? So I, I, I basically reverse sear it on the grill. So I put it on indirect heat for, like, Thirty minutes and then on the I,
4: grill, indirect heat on correct. the grill.
3: Right, so the top with a, rack. With a
4: Weber gas grill or a uh, a I mean, members
3: a Mark gas grill. Gas grill? Do oh, you yeah. do you have pellets
4: or anything, or is it just like just? No, turn it's a it gas on. grill. It's a gas grill. Yeah.
3: Indirect heat mm-hmm.
4: for thirty minutes,
3: roughly, and then I have a meat thermometer. So basically, I wait till it gets to like one twenty. I let it sit for five minutes, and then I sear it. Like I turn the then, then you I turn crank the grill it up, I crank and up then the you gr- sear it on
4: both sides. and like, you're done.
3: Yeah, 45 seconds.
4: The new method that I've been using is uh, on a, on a, in a, in a frying pan and a, what do you call that? Like a griddle. A cast whatever, iron. cast iron frying pan. Yeah. Right. Cast iron frying pan. Do it a little, both sides there. And then and finish then in the oven. then put in the oven. Yeah. yeah. That's, when and we and make the, prime
3: rib, like that's how I do it. The
4: problem there is I have more than once reached in. Now, normally I don't reach in and I grab the handle to the yeah. frying pan. I don't. I'm not that stupid. Right. So I'll get the I'll get the 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 towel or whatever it is. The what do you call those damn things? I've got to get my or whatever it is. I'd get one of those things, glove, gl- glove uh, and I grab the thing and I put it on, and that's all fine. But it's but then, the other hand. You no, know, no. Then when you go back to it, ah. and there you're not reminded again that you're pulling it out of the Correct. oven. When but you, the handle of the frying pan, now it's like it's just a hot, frying yes. pan on an oven. Yeah. And you grab that and you don't just Nudge it. You're grabbing No, yeah, because it's, so, it's heavy. So Because it's heavy. And so then you burn the S out yeah. of your hand. We'll talk food with Jennifer Biggs. Mm-hmm. So that's the lineup today. Uh, Jason Smith, then Chris Harrington, and then food. It, it, she, it's, in particular, she's doing this deal where they're getting, she's got all the old Cecil's recipes. Cecil's was, of course, the
3: grocery store forever here, the Memphis grocery Randomly, store. Randomly, we started – oh, I know why, because I was watching the Cardinals game and Schnooks came up. Ah. And I asked Leah. I was like, did you ever have schnooks? Because she's from Batesville. She's like, no, we never had it. I was like, well, they they bought out Cecil. Yeah,
4: I, and I don't know who, it's funny, I don't know who the bad guy, it, it feels like there should be a bad guy in that story. Like, we once had these local grocery stores, mm-hmm. and then we sold them, and then they became schnooks, and then after schnooks, then they became freaking Kroger, and everything is Kroger. And, and, and I, Kroger's fine. I don't. I don't hate Kroger. It's just it feels like everything's for Kroger. Correct. Unless it's specialty. Unless it's you know Whole Foods, which mm-hmm. is whole whatever Whole fresh paycheck. Market your fresh point. Market. Yeah. or Aldi or you know go whatever, uh, or Costco for big, you know stuff, and uh, but in terms and of Walmart, just another obviously. full service, there's the locals. They're super low. Yes. Um, but in terms of just another grocery store chain. Winn-Dixie, whatever the heck it is, mm-hmm. we 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 don't we're, we're we don't have it, no, and we, uh, and it feels like there should be a bad guy to this story.
3: I'm pretty uh, sure the bad
4: Schnucks? is Schnooks the bad guy.
3: No, I'm pretty sure the bad guy is like private equity uh, firms.
4: Uh, well, maybe we'll ask. Uh, anyway, they're getting the recipes. People like the Schnu- the, the the Cecil's recipes. Oh yeah, their fried so chicken. She's was... got the, oh yeah, the Cecil's recipes. Mostly, they're baked stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh which I don't recall, but I didn't overlap that long with Cecil's. Anyway, talk to her. Uh, in the second hour. Just for fun. Let's do Believe It Or Not to get started on Friday. Now it's time for
5: Believe It, believe, believe it. I don't even know if I believe no, I'm a believer.
1: or not. Believe it or not. On the Jeff Calkins Show. You could sing the national
4: anthem better than Adam Wainwright. Believe it or not. Ooh. Um, what, you actually think you might? This is a close call. Can you sing?
3: I can keep, I can stay on key. I'm not a great singer, but I, I know. You,
4: but you didn't think he did a good job? I thought he was fine.
3: I thought I saw, the, I thought well, the so, hoopla was.
4: Okay. Well, listen, you listen to this, people. So, so it well, the, the best part of this. Uh, listen, it wasn't a great day for the Cardinals
3: they It was a lo- fun game It just ended poorly
4: right. they, well, uh, Wilson Contreras gets hit with yes. a 104-mile frickin- fastball, fastball on the knee On the knee, that's not good
3: Happy uh, signing They
4: lose, that's not good um, the game actually was one of the long ones. Yes, no, three I was, hours and thirty six minutes. I was
3: laughing at all these games, like that were right before, like two hours twenty minutes shaved.
4: Uh, the average game yesterday, they shaved twenty six minutes off the average game. Not the Cardinals, <laughs> but not the Cardinals game. More baseball for the greatest fans in the mm-hmm. world in the history of the world. Best any sport. fans of baseball. Uh, and then they do lose, but okay. So, so the I love the moment leading up to it. Agreed. When they, they announce singing the National Anthem, an up-and-coming singer, and, you know, starting his last season, and Adam Wainwright, mm-hmm. who's injured, by the way. And so he wasn't, he's not, that's why he wasn't throwing. And the surprise on his teammate's face? Correct. That, that was great. That was awesome. Yes. And he evidently is starting a singing career. Mm-hmm. And so then too
3: much money and too much time
4: on your Here pants. is what here will give you a, we'll give you a little bit of a flavor of it.
3: Here it is.
2: Please remain standing and remove your caps. Performing today's national anthem one of the most up and coming singers from right here in St. Louis. Kicking off his final season as a player in St. Louis, number 50, Uncle Charlie Adam Wainwright.
4: If you're driving, you don't have to stand up.
1: correct okay. Please
4: do not. Please, please remain seated. That's why. So I'd say it was fine. It uh, was fine on an average Tuesday Grizzlies game. If someone came out of the crowd and sang that, I would have winced a little bit at the yep. beginning, right? Yep, a little, like, and them, in the middle, a little, late, mm. uh, two moments of a little atonality mm. in there,
3: but otherwise would have been fine. Yes, 100. percent And for the record, it's a very hard song to sing. It is. I, I give him credit. Like there's a pressure element, but the the hoopla and the hysteria that like around it was. like I was expecting. I was expecting like <laughs> no, truly like. I, an, I think Heisley like an did a Heisley
4: did a better job on the anthem, as mm-hmm. I dimly recall, uh, for the Grizzlies than Adam Wainwright did. All right, moving on. Okay, well, uh, so I you I you didn't answer that. You could do a better job. I would
3: be very similar. Same thing. I think so. You, you, you go down to a very low key like he did. The smart thing he did was put the guitar with him to help keep right. the time and whatnot. Like, I don't know that I could do a better job. And I sing loudly in church. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, all right. You could do a better job of being a Mets fan than George Santos. Believe it or not. George Santos, Jeff, of course. not I, don't, I George, cannot George believe George Santos, of course, uh, the congressman. who's Honestly, I don't know if you know this. Also, once managed the Mets. Mm, did not. Know. Um, yeah, also once managed the Mets. He put out this uh, opening day video.
3: Well, he put out this opening day this video. Opening hey guys, today is opening day. As a good old Mets fan, I know you guys aren't going to be playing until April 6th back home, but in good old fashioned, let's go Mets!
4: What in the hell is that? What in good old fashioned? What in the hell is that? Does this guy do
3: anything that's not cringe?
4: <laughs> what in the hell is that? Let's hear it again. This is a, it's, almost, it's almost like a parody. This is an SNL skit. Hey, guys.
3: Today is opening day. As a good old Mets fan, I know you guys aren't going to be playing until April 6th back home, but in good old fashion, let's go Mets. This is nutty. All right, uh, Jeffrey. The dude
4: who got blown up at the Dodgers game, proposing on the field, uh, he will live to celebrate that.
2: Believe it or not,
3: I do not believe that. You
4: do not believe that? No. Now, if anyone you've missed it, make sure you go see it. I'm not. I don't see how anyone could have missed it at this point. If you're on social media, dude gets out of the, out of the stands, runs onto the field, gets onto his knee points to the girlfriend, the fian- now the fiance and from the outfield grass, asks that most profound of questions. Will you spend the rest of your life with me? At that exact moment, he gets blown, <laughs> jacked, up. jacked up by the segment. security. So, um, well, first of all, Security, dude, was that the right thing to do? That's your job. Like that's your one time. Like you know what I mean? The guy isn't. You're not having to. I'm like. The, here's the argument. The argument is: Yes, you blow a dude up when he is running or when he's some threat or mm-hmm. when he's trying to escape and you got to bring him down. When he's on his knee, I'm just making the argument. When he's on his knee, all you got to do is walk up and say, "Hey, out of here." You don't have to blow him up. Like, he's got his knee down. If this were a quarterback, he would have already mm-hmm. given himself up. You don't have to take him down at 100 miles an hour. The problem with your
3: view That's of it— That's the argument. That's just the, the argument. The problem with your argument, though, is it suggests that there is nothing wrong with the guy going onto the field. No, no, no. The first, no. There the can first be crime— There can be—no. there. No. We there, know the, you can't go on the field. No, but don't don't you
4: have to just use necessary force in order to— uh, to, to like, you, let's be all good. We can't shoot the guy for being on the field doing that, right? Right. We're in agreement there. Shoot him. So you have to have pr- force that is proportional to the offense. Is I, I I I I don't I do not believe what I'm arguing here. Correct. Think, you have no. Yeah. And I think you you don't actually want to encourage other people to Correct. do this. And so if you treat him gently, I'm a big
3: believer of deterrence. If you treat him gently, yes. you needed
4: to blow him up. Yes. I, I I do think you needed to blow him up. And yes. I, and and-
3: there's also an element of like if you're in that gig, that's, your one, that's shot. your one shot like that's your one shining moment. I got no problem with not it. as good as the not as
4: good as the security guard in the it was in the Grizzlies Timberwolves when they got the woman coming right off the the bench like that 'cause that was alert that was you know what I'm talking yeah. about when the it was when
3: the uh, no the best one though was uh was it Bobby Wagner who hit the streaker? It was like in a Seattle game this year. Remember, there was like a streaker or something. Bobby Wagner, I just, believe, just absolutely filleted him.
4: So okay, so from the security perspective, we both agree, did the right thing, got your shot in. You're getting high fives everywhere today, oh, yeah. right? This is. I think you should have that moment. Well, a, I mean, I think you need to have a still photo of that on your
3: wall, and uh, see, hey, I would make a different argument. I think in this day and age your tombstone should have a video screen (laughs) screen, and just play it on
4: repeat okay here's the other thing though i also think that the dude who did it should have it blown up it is a testament first of all if if you
3: love conquers all
4: if you are if you're proposing what do you want you want a story to tell Mm -hmm. here's say. how did so when when i hear someone's engaged i often ask them oh How'd, you how'd do they? how it? How'd, yeah. they, how'd you do mm-hmm. it? How would he do it? How did how'd they do it? And uh, and and here the answer is, he ran onto the field at Dodger Stadium, got down on one knee, and got absolutely blown up. Here's the photo. It's in our front. It's in our front hallway. We're gonna. We are as a testament to our love. So
3: he's pointing to the cr- Of course it was the outfield. God, it's
0: awesome. (laughs) Just
4: absolutely destroyed. I think it's memorable. I think it's memorable, and I think it's it's a win for the dude. I think it's a big win for the – as long as he didn't break anything. Big win for the uh, dude.
3: I just kind of – like, I don't know. Who is the woman out there that was like, you know what I really wanted? I really wanted to see you <laughs> run up because the
4: whole well, point. Well, the is, other problem is make it about you. It, 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 that, right. it, the downside is is that he made it about him. Well, and really. first off,
3: that's a long distance
4: between him and her. How long was it going to take to put the ring on? Well, that, that, when does she, when does she get the ring? Like now With they the go, bigger, now they go downtown presumably. I would he's booked. Like, I'd also they, like to know this.
3: What do you think? We should get Howie on to ask his. his what were the He's an per- expert on proposals. What were the percentage chances that he would actually pull this off with? No, oh, no issues. he was going to get. He was going to get arrested. Right. That's my point. He might have thought he was going to be led off the field. Right, but there's. I'm getting. I'm guessing below a two or three percent probability
4: some, of this actually. Some like, have suggested that anyone who gets engaged at a public sporting event should be blown up like that. Like literally anytime we see anyone at a public sporting event, what you need is that cop should just be hired full time to be beam that cop. Anytime there is a sport public event and someone tries to make, cause I don't fundamentally believe in, 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 in that sort of public engagements, like making it, it's it is it's making about you as opposed to the moment, right? And about right. Your the problem and is so those just are have never go deploy that person all around the world wherever needed at any moment, like you know, like Spider Man or Batman, who just shows up and destroys
3: the person getting engaged like this. The problem with that is, I am nearly certain every single one of those, mm-hmm. especially if they're on the jumbotron. They all pay to be on the jumbotron. You think so that's, that's true. That's never going away. They yeah. pay. It's like, yes.
4: All right. The most depressed fans after one day of
3: baseball. Angels fans. Believe it or not. Hmm. I mean, Mets fans got a pretty good case, right? Mets fans have a very. Mets and that was fans before I even saw the Santos video. Case.
4: Mets fans have a very good case. Uh, as uh, Angels Verlanders
3: fans on the DL, in my experience, H- with, how
4: about Red Sox fans?
3: They at least came back to like made it somewhat like.
4: Yeah, but
3: but no, I mean they're 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 very, you, you had last season and now yeah it looks looks no, like they they're very unhappy and they're a spoiled group. But to begin they've with. got championships, so shut up. Angels fans though are at the stage in their fandom where it's like you can't hurt them anymore, like they've been hurt enough. <sighs> All right.
4: Uh, that ends our baseball conversation, unless you want to talk about anything else that happened yesterday. There were, uh, just to summarize, the pitch clock knocked 26 minutes off of the, uh, the average game yesterday. So it accomplished what it meant, what it was supposed to accomplish. Eight pitchers violated the clock, five batters, and one catcher. Marcus Stroman was the first pitcher, and he'll be remembered for that. He uh-huh. a fine performance as the Cubs win uh yesterday um max freed getting hurt that's not great for the braves no
3: braves fans are probably not they're a little
4: great. they're a little bit uh depressed over that i imagine but it's a hamstring whatever we'll see
3: uh yeah you'd rather it be something in the leg Aaron rather than judge
4: arm. with the home run that's a on
3: his second pitch as Yankee well hunter captain. renfro former mississippi state yeah he, hunter
4: that was an awesome catch okay was it an awesome catch it was an awesome catch. You can make the argument that he a misplayed total, it. He misplayed it. But and still, an it awesome was catch. a lucky catch. Awesome catch. Lucky Rule number catch. one. Awesome, mm-hmm. awesome, lucky catch. Um, you were, uh, to the extent that you had any team, mm-hmm. you were Team Gwyneth Paltrow and her recent legal troubles.
3: Believe it or not. Yeah, I was 100% Team Gwyneth on this because the guy's story never added up. The guy this is Dr.
4: Sanderson, Correct. I believe his name is, and he
3: uh and she was she was They were skiing in was it Vail? And he, and, he,
4: and they crashed she she crashed into him whatever. They, she sued him for for crashing into him while skiing. Well, he sued her first. That's what I mean. He sued and then her. That's what she I mean. counter- I, say, I misspoke. Sued for $1, I, misspoke. Yeah. I misspoke. He sued her. That's complete BS. If any of you I am not a great skier. I did grow up we grew up so close to mm-hmm. the little little ski slopes that I hills. could— Hills, that I could, as an after-school activity, you get on a school bus and you go to Kissing Bridge, the name of the whatever, and you ski for an hour and a half, and then you whatever, and you come back. And that's an after-school activity. And so I can ski. People run into each other occasionally when they're skiing, particularly if they're not great skiers, or, or some people are a little it's just, crazy. It's just crowded, It's just crowded. Yeah. Whatever. It, so what? She ran into him skiing. Like you don't sue someone over that. What the hell is wrong with you? Well, there was also conflicting reports. It almost and so he could have yeah, he could have her. run into her yeah. So uh, and then, but the beautiful moment was the beautiful moment yesterday. And I did not follow this particularly closely. The beautiful moment was she wins, countersues him for one freaking dollar. That's going to be a sweet dollar to mm-hmm. collect. And uh, and then she goes over and says to him. In his ear, I whispers in his ear, "I wish you well." Mm-hmm. That is the new "Bless Your Heart," mm-hmm. right? Oh that yeah, is no, that, that's, "I wish you well" is "Bless Your Heart." If she
3: were Southern, she would if have, she have said. she was, she would have said she "Bless, have said your, bless
4: your, heart. your Heart." It's how you know she wasn't Southern. Hmm. And you married know a Brit she wasn't for a while. Southern. A nice moment last night as Ren Baker presents the trophy to North Texas. For winning the NIT. That's a sweet moment, Jeffrey. Believe it or not. Believe
3: it or not. I'm going to say I don't believe it because then he lost his coach. But no, I guess no, he's he was leaving. Gone. He was yeah. already gone. Yeah, he's leaving. So he
4: goes back. Yeah. No, uh, I think for, yeah. for Wren it was good. Yeah, good moment. I already Wren Virginia. is like whatever, chairman of yeah. the – yeah, he's in West
3: Virginia. Yeah, he's already and in And he a, gets uh, to
4: go back, and his old school, he gets to give him the trophy. Uh, it wasn't great for Andy Kennedy. Yeah, I was Did you upset. watch any
3: of that game? I had it on the side TV, very—North Texas plays an unwatchable style. Heads up, y'all. Uh, we will uh, we'll get to the Grizzlies and everything else in just a moment. All right, Jeff, though. I got one for you, though. Yep. Yeah. Jeff, you're glad Donald Trump was indicted. Believe Finally. it or not. Well, you know we don't talk
4: about politics mm-hmm, no. on this show. We never—we stick strictly Let's just to stick to sports. sports. But no, I'm not glad he was indicted. I mean, I think I don't. I think people know that I'm no fan of Donald Trump at this point. I think I think most of you know this. And if he is, if he is subsequently indicted in Georgia for uh, trying to overturn the election, or in Washington D.C. for the for the January 6th stuff or whatever, like, I, I depending on what those cases look like, I might think justice is being served. Mm-hmm. I don't think that if you are indicting a former president, it should be 100% clear that anyone would be indicted for this and that it is not in any way a stretch. Right. And this is, this is, just to summarize briefly, um, he is being indicted, but we don't know exactly. To be clear. So maybe maybe once once the indictment is unsealed, right. we will know more. But from what it appears from the outside, I mean, let me reserve judgment. What it appears from the outside, this is what's happening. Uh, he did pay off uh, Stormy Daniels uh, for her services. This again. <laughs> right. For her services. Okay. Michael Cohen, his attorney, made those payments. And then... He subsequently reimbursed Michael Cohen for these hush payments to Stormy Daniels, okay, and everyone seems to agree on that. In fact, Michael Cohen has already pled guilty to uh, to finance uh, to, to voter to voter finance uh, election finance uh, violations for doing this. Okay, so all that that seems to be well established. So what's Trump's involvement here. What's, what, what's, what are they getting him for? Well, he then, they then, his business then reimbursed Michael Cohen. And in reimbursing him, they allegedly, apparently, they falsified legal records. They said they, they paid him for, quote unquote, legal services. And then they deducted those legal services and whatnot. And so the allegation is that they, he, 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 he falsified business records. Now, it's time honored, by the way, like the guy Al Capone, not for murder, but for right, taxation, tax evasion. Right, yeah. that's not, if, if, here's the real problem. All that's even, even up to now, you haven't lost me yet. The real problem is, is that falsifying business records in New York is a misdemeanor. Okay. Right. Unless you falsify them in service of another crime, in which case it can then be a felony. Right. Right again all this is sealed so we don't know exactly and maybe once they unseal it it'll seem more clear and and uh and more obvious that this is something that has to be pursued but right now it appears that they that the the argument would be he they falsified business records in the service of campaign finance violations which is the other crime right, right. and that would therefore elevates the Falsifying business records into a felony, right? Because the it's, problem it's, is he hasn't been charged with the subsequent crime at all. Like he has not been. So the second crime that he that that is integral to making the first crime a felony, he's not been charged with. Like that federal crime of of of, finan, of voter finance of election finance fraud. Is he, He's not being charged with. So the whole thing at this point seems like a bit of a stretch, right? Just a bit of yes. a stretch. And and if you are indicting a former president who's already incredibly polarizing, shouldn't it be for something that's everyone on both – that 95% of Open America says, part, yes. well, no one's above the law. Instead, what we have is Democrats saying some – Democrats saying no one's above the law and some Republicans saying this is all politically motivated and it serves nothing. Well, it's just the continuation. I, mean, I, I'm, I, I am not. And honestly, I think it's good for Trump because it gives him a rallying cry. Well, now. wasn't He's that like, one of the arguments I for being, not
3: indicting him? It, that, yes,
4: I am. Be, now i see I am being persecuted. Yeah. Uh, give me money for my, like, like, If you're going to nail him, nail him on something that is open and shut. And mind you, we may ultimately Uh, get phrasing. We we may get to something that is ultimately open and shut. But this is not it. There have been, by the way, other presidents who've had legal troubles. Uh, Nixon might well have been indicted, except for he was pardoned. Uh, Gerald Ford pardoned him because this was in the days when we thought everything didn't have we didn't have to fight about everything tooth and nail, and we thought polarization was bad and let's bring the country well, together and let's be done with it and yeah. let's be done with it yes and we are not in that time now so uh so no i'm not in favor of that uh general grant by the way president grant ulysses s grant was given a ticket was it was arrested in 1872 for speeding in his horse and buggy
3: uh, how are you supposed to like how about that? I didn't even were, I didn't know. Were not the speed know. limits posted? I did not know. And by the way, like what is it? Like three horsepower? <laughs> what, what is exactly. it? Like what, what
4: how are we how are we judging that? I did not until I read that this morning, I did not know that uh that there were speed limits before there were automobiles. I, I, had I didn't no clue. know there were horse speed limits. But uh according to the historians Was that a was misdemeanor? Reading, uh that was, uh, yeah, I don't know. If, okay, uh, let's see. Uh, we're going to get to this with Chris Harrington. But the Grizzlies parade, when it happens, parade inside my city, should go down South Main. Believe it or not. that's Chris wants, Chris's main point, in our, he did a mailbag today, and his main argument here was uh, that parade needs to include South Main. Big fan of South Main. And he wants the gathering spot to be in the parking lot behind Union Station. You know that big parking lot? Where yeah, they have so market. I'm trying
3: to – yeah, so uh, whatever, next to the hotel,
4: right? Yeah, back where the where, where they do the farmer's market and stuff like that. That's
3: yeah, yeah. so that. across from, like, the powerhouse, the, the, yeah. that the new mountain. Lot
4: yeah, yeah, I yeah. yeah, yeah. think that would be, like, the staging. And really so, like, that would be I don't the starting the point? I don't know. That's, like, the staging area. Maybe the st- – I think that's the staging area. So, like, and that's then where he the... definitely wants South Main involved and then Beale and then maybe to FedEx – forum and the plaza. I think you need something bigger. I honestly think it's going to, I think it's going to require Riverside Park. I was, I was definitely thinking
3: like, I kind of want the river involved. I think the river's going to have to be involved. And I think that Riverside Drive has to be. I involved. should also be very clear. Chris has thought about this a lot more than I have. And I am kind of deferential. And it's like, if he's thought about it, like I'll, I'll usually just be like, that's eh, good enough for me.
4: Are you, um, Oh, here's another one for you. All right. Tonight, must win for the Memphis Grizzlies. Believe it or not.
3: I obviously don't believe that. You don't? Should win? (laughs) It's it's not must win. No, it's obviously not must win. But, like,
4: would would you feel a little stupid if, for whatever reason, you end up losing this two-game lead to Sacramento?
3: Yeah. Who is the tiebreaker? It's it's even. So then the tiebreaker would go to Western Conference record and – the the kings have an advantage there
4: so you end up losing the tiebreaker to the kings will you feel a little foolish that you sat everybody against the clippers two nights ago if you end up losing this and end up in and in third playing whoever it is in six i think at that
3: point like you would have accepted the cost and
4: then by the way you could be playing a not have home court advantage in the second round
3: I think it is. I think that when you make the decision to sit everybody, you are accepting that this could hurt you in the standings. How big a risk but, is it
4: anyway? It's only a risk, really. So you will get. You don't know if the team in sixth or the team that comes out of the seventh and eighth will be better or a better matchup for you. I don't think there's any way to predict. I that. agree with you on that. So really, all you're really sacrificing is home court home if you got the second round. If you both advance, yeah. And I don't think that's. I mean, I
3: think, obviously, for this team and their home record, no, no, like no, it's, but it's a problem. But, but most yeah.
4: people, a lot of people don't think Sacramento is going to advance. So you're going to have a home court anyway. Correct. So it's not, yes, home court is an advantage. But but, but you're it's, likely it's, playing, that advantage is diminished by the Everyone thinks that, you're gonna play the that you're not going to anyway. play them anyway. Yeah. And you got to advance, too.
3: Correct. And they're clearly prioritizing health. health. Good health.
4: Uh, all right, we got Jason Smith coming up in the next segment um i 've been talking to you a lot about bounty on broad brunches are great it 's a beautiful restaurant great time to get out now it 's springtime enjoy stroll down broad avenue see the Bernice mountain dog Milo at the Tom Clifton Art Gallery although lost his manhood this week Shout out to moment of silence for milo milo 's gonads anyway if you see Milo you want to uh uh you want to you want to console him on the loss of off his, uh, your life's not over, bud. Uh, if you want to console him, then swing back and uh, go to Bounty on Broad. But if you go on Wednesday, it's wind Down You know, Milo could have used a Wine Down Wednesday this, this Wednesday. Wine Down Wednesday, uh, every Wednesday, half-price bottles of wine, half-price glasses of wine. Uh, and you can lament whatever it is that you've lost in your life. And uh, hopefully not your nuts and enjoy and enjoy uh, the the lively ambiance, the beautiful bar, the delicious fried oysters available at Bounty on Broad Four one zero eight one three one four one zero eight one three one two five one nine Broad Avenue. Jason Smith, then Chris Harrington, then Jennifer Biggs. It is Friday on the Jeff Cawkins show. 929 two nine FM ESPN.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Right side feed Brooks. Three on the shot clock. Brooks hops in the lane. Fade away 12-footer. Got it. Dylan Brooks just put the icing on the cake as the Grizzlies go up by 12 with one eleven remaining in the ballgame. And a timeout taken by the Orlando Magic. Tonight, the Memphis
3: Grizzlies take on the Los Angeles Clippers. We'll have the pregame all day on 92.9. Grizzlies network pregame at 6.30 with Jessica Benson. The tip at 7 o'clock with Eric Castleton live on 92.9. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's Grizzlies station. There's no back- Better time to hit the court for some exciting college basketball action. Download the BetMGM app today and bet during the wildest month of the year with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 years or older. Must be in Tennessee. Visit BetMGM.com for a full list of terms and conditions. For problem gambling sport, call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. That's one 800 889 9789
0: At Genesis Memphis Covington Pike It's time to define luxury in a new way At every turn you'll find Audacious design State of the art technology And exceptional hospitality We are dedicated to crafting the world's best vehicles Matched by an extraordinary Sales to service experience for our owners Prepare to be noticed In the 2023 Genesis G70 This sporty sedan Is a force to be seen We'd love you to explore the 2023 Genesis GV70 with a class-leading 300-horsepower engine or the available 375-horsepower twin-turbo V6 for terrains from concrete jungles to mountain roads. It's a new beginning for a new generation. Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, 1870 Covington Pike, or visit us online at MemphisGenesis.com. Estimated horsepower based on premium fuel ratings. Use of regular fuel will result in reduced horsepower. See dealer for complete details. Dealer stock only.
1: The Showboats are back in Memphis. We can't wait to have you for the USFL. Let's go. Ticket prices start at just $10 for their long-awaited homecoming season. All the way to the house. April 15th starts a new era of pro football at the Liberty Bowl when the Showboats seek to reclaim their USFL legacy. Bring the whole family, and don't miss the showboat's historic return.
2: It's a touchdown!
1: Buy your tickets today at theusfl.com.
0: At Kroger, we want our fresh produce to meet your expectations, which is why we're dedicated to doing up to a 27-point inspection on our fruits and veggies, checking for things like scarring. In fact, only the best produce like zesty oranges and crisp carrots reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh, our higher standards mean fresher produce. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
1: Save now on Smithfield Bone-In Half Ham. On sale for $129 a pound with your card and additional $25 purchase. Limit to Kroger, fresh for everyone.
2: Frame Corner, Memphis's premiere in framing, has a special for spring sale. 50% off tabletop photo frames and ready-made art frames. Get $25 off your custom framing when you spend $150 if you mention this ad. Get the framing those diplomas, sports memorabilia, fine art, and limited edition prints. Visit Frame Corner at 5035 Park Avenue in Memphis or online at FrameCornerMemphis.com. That's FrameCornerMemphis.com. Ooh! The Grizz are on fire this year, John. And they aren't the only team on fire. You're right about that. The team at Topps just launched a limited time offer. Get this... Topps Fire Braised Chicken with Memphis White Sauce.
1: Pulled chicken, seared over an open flame, piled high on a Topps bun, and drizzled with a special Memphis White Sauce that's creamy and tangy with a little Memphis
2: kick. Put the Topps Fire Braised Chicken with Memphis White Sauce in your starting lineup
1: today. Available now at Topps Poplar, State Line, and Fraser locations, and more to come. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia.
0: I'm asking about Prevnar 20 because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to keep my plans.
2: So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. We buy any
3: car. We buy any car. We buy any car. Heavy, 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 heavy.
2: Did you know trading in your car at a dealer could cost you money? A recent study found consumers who trade in their car pay an average of $990 more. So don't trade in. Sell it to WeBuyAnyCar. Learn more and get your free online valuation now at WeBuyAnyCar.com.
1: Find out how much your car's worth at WeBuyAnyCar.com.
2: We asked Rodney
3: and Karen if they'd been to the old Southland Casino. It's
1: been about four years ago since we we went.
3: Then we asked them to give the all-new Southland Casino Hotel a shot.
5: Oh, we're gonna have so much fun in here.
3: (laughs) And what do they think of Southland now?
5: Loved it. I love the facility. The bright colors. The clean rooms. We've already (laughs) invited people to come back.
3: The all-new Southland Casino Hotel. Experience it for yourself. Must be 21+. plus. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700.
1: Consumer Investigator Andy Wise here. I've covered my share of disasters, and I can tell you the people of ServiceMaster by Cornerstone are the experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. They use all modern methods to repair the damage, be it a home gutted by
4: fire or a five-story commercial building racked by storm damage with a laser focus on getting your home or commercial building back to normal. ServiceMaster by Cornerstone has the respect of risk insurance adjusters and emergency contractors.
1: It will save your business or home. Make the wise choice for disaster cleanup. ServiceMaster by Cornerstone.
2: Jeff's guests appear on the ServiceMaster by Cornerstone phone lines, the experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. ServiceMaster by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM
5: ESPN.
4: So there's this new, faster, less expensive way to get a home loan in Memphis, it's Loan Pronto. Loanpronto.com, game changer for the city of Memphis. When I started, it's like, this is crazy how, how involved and complicated and expensive it is to get a home loan. Started a home loan, I started a, lo- a way to get at loanpronto.com. All digital platform, incredibly easy. Get your money as little as five days, 90% do not need an appraisal. And if you want to tap into your existing mortgage, you want to. You want to keep your existing mortgage because you got a low interest rate. But you want to use some of that money at equity to pay off the credit cards that you're paying like, you know, 25% interest on. You can do that at loan pronto or to make a home improvement project. Fast, simple, easy, inexpensive. Phone numbers, 901 901- 589 2155, 901 589 2155. It is Loan Pronto, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 1661781, subject to lender approval. Joined now by Jason Smith. Jason and John, every single day. From 11 until 2. Jason, how did you get engaged?
2: Uh, proposed on the. Said the Dixie Queen or the the, really? the yeah 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 down on the river. I guess it would have been two thousand eight because I got married in oh nine. We took a year there to to plan. And, so did uh, yeah, she? We,
4: wait, you were out like you 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 decided to go for a re- evening we river on, cruise. We boat,
2: so she just thought we were on a date. She just thought we were doing the <sighs> you can do the uh, you can do the dinner on the river cruise thing. And it was it was perfect. And except for the fact that I was so nervous when I pulled because listen I. For a long time, I told myself, I mean, you got to think, I was late 30s. I told myself, yeah. you're not going to get married, right? You, you know, the, my mom and dad were married for 22 years, then got a divorce. So I was like, you know, I've been I was jaded. I, right. I thought, you know, and so, so I'm, I'm, I'm deciding, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to share my life or whatever. You know, it, it had been all about me. And uh, so, so when I popped the question and pulled out the ring, I was shaking like a leaf and I dropped the box. Oh, my God. And there's water out there. There's water out there. And I dove What? I, I dove onto the floor of the boat as fast as it had dropped out of my hand, so that, because that's what I had thought, I thought I was going to bobble it and go over oh the the, over the side of the, uh, the river boat, over the side of the Dixie Queen. But it did not. I was able to pick it up. Uh, once I asked the questions, people like, well, I was down on one knee, and uh-huh. people started taking pictures. So then it started to feel special, fate started crying, and uh, turned out to be a pretty good moment. Did you have despite my uh, despite my butterfingers. Did
4: did you have any other like friends and family on the boat or was it just nope. no, just you all. And did she because know I, it was I, coming? If
2: I had done if I had right. done that, she would have she would she have completely would have known. known something right. was up. And so no, I did have a huge look because I remember, you know, dressing relatively nice for the for, for the for the for the dinner. And so, you know, slacks or whatever else and they're relatively fitting. But I, I didn't have anywhere to put the ring, so I did uh, the whole night beforehand. I'm trying to hide this huge bulge in my pocket because I, 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 had, not thought, I had not thought that far through in terms of, uh, man, what am I going to do with the ring while I'm holding on to it before, you know, before right. dinner, through dinner and all that. So I was trying to hide this big bulge in my pocket. I'm sure some people saw it and said, what the hell is that in this dude's pocket? Uh, in these tight pants he's got on, but no, it, it worked out, and my wife still tells the reason I know it was a success. Uh-huh. Uh And the, and the reason it's ultimately going to be a success for this gentleman, you know, at the at the yeah. at the baseball game, is because my wife still tells the story uh, to new friends. She tells the story. Anybody uh, asks, okay, that's a, a win. That's how you when they still when they tell the story years and years later, you know that you know that it was a win.
4: Um, Jeffrey, how'd you get engaged?
3: I. We went to. I went to her house because um, she had like you know she'd moved here, like bought a house herself. So yeah. like her house was significant to her, and I proposed to her at and, her house. Yeah, at her house.
4: Is it? Do you Beautiful. think there's too much pressure, Jason? Now on on kids these days. Is there too much pressure on doing it in some freaking special way? Whatever happened to just the act? The, the, let's be honest. The act yeah. of saying. I want to spend my life every with you and only you is so unbelievably d- meaningful and dramatic mm-hmm. that do we really need a scavenger hunt uh, or a baseball proposal or a, is there too much pressure on this? It's like, it's like a birth and it's like gender announcements for kids now, like for babies now, right? The whole thing, everything's too damn involved. Get off my lawn.
2: I think because I'm with you. I think because now in this age, we've seen so many of them, and you're trying to top each other. The next try likes trying to top Memphis Madness, and you're we see it on you know social media. Everybody's programmed to have right. Then it's got to be on
4: TikTok. It's got to be on social media. That's where I was Uh. going.
2: Show the moment. You can't just have the moment you and her kind of like I did, and I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think to have anybody take pictures or anything. It's also about showing the moment now, and that's because we're programmed Facebook. Uh, TikTok, you're right. you know, vir- did it even, viral to, it even happen? Did it even happen if it doesn't go viral exactly, and doesn't get liked Show the moment and listen. The, you know, she wants that too because she's grown up now, seeing 100%. everybody do these fancy proposals. Oh, if you don't give her that, you're coming up short. So no, there's no, there's no question. The pressure is only continuing to mount for us men. Yes. So uh, like we need so, it anymore. So, do so you consider for this
4: young this young fellow last night. You think it was a win for him?
2: Ultimately, it will be now. I'm sure. I mean, listen, he took a shot in terms of all. I mean, I heard Jeffrey, that was guttural. Like, when you see that hit, it's sort of when you see a great hit. When you see see a great hit in football, I think all of us were like, whoa! I mean, he took an absolute shot that that many will laugh at him for years. But ultimately, what matters, Jeff, is because what you said, you proposed to this woman. It's just you and her in this world at this point. Like, that's all that ultimately matters is can you keep this relationship going? So, yeah, your boy's going to be laughing at you for years and years to come. But if she, you know, and look at what you had to go through to get it done, if she's with you on it, that's all that matters in the end, bro. Uh,
4: all right, are you team – FAU now going forward. Now we got the, we, here we are. We're, we're up to the, we got the final four unfolding in front of us. Given your druthers, who would you like to see win?
2: Hey, hey, yeah, FAU, I, I guess at this point. I, I think what's going to happen is FAU, having seen you know just about everything in this tournament, including the best defense in Tennessee, not going to be intimidated by San Diego State. I think they're winning. I think they're going to the, to the finals it'll be a great story and then they're going to get absolutely waxed by UConn I think that's what's going down here I'm not UConn is an absolute runaway train right now and uh, uh but that said on this other side I think you you're, you know it'll be a story you're able at least to tell around here for a while that look quite possibly you played. look that, you know that Kansas State game close game ends up being a three-point game yours is a one-point game with them you're going to end up haven't played the team that could very well be in the final. And, and, I, and, and listen, Jeff, ultimately, you're going to look at that pass that FAU had, and you've got to it, give it credit. You know, number one defense in Tennessee, you knock off literally the best player in the NCAA tournament uh, in Marquise Noel, the Kansas State point guard. Like, you, you can't knock what they've done, but they also didn't have to face number one. And you wonder, you'll always question if Memphis had had the same pass. Could it have had the same success? We'd said the same thing. Like that Tennessee team, at some point those offensive woes were always going to catch up. If that had been you, you felt good about your chances. And then who knows with Kansas State? But the point was the path was there, even as an eight seed. And uh, so yeah, I mean, and like I told you a couple of weeks ago, I think you know having FAU there at least you could say you know that wasn't a fluke. You know beating us at eight wasn't a fluke. They've gone on done bigger, better things. But I think ultimately, your people around around here at least are going to be asking yourself, well, what would you have been doing? You know, as an AC going through that same path, I mean, it was there for the taking.
4: Yeah, and I'm kind of. You're over it. I, I'm fine. not over it. I, I, like it's I'm I'm a, I'm not over them losing. I don't think you ever be over complaint over them losing. But Kendrick I don't reminded me of I don't her. hold yeah. it against. I don't hold. Yeah, exactly right. That conversation you, know I mean? you had We're with just
2: Kendrick. Back there.
4: Yeah. You're just so, back there. But so, but but. F- I, Florida Lanny, at, at this point, they have done so much since then. I can't begrudge them that. and Oh, and, no, I'd,
2: yeah, yeah, wouldn't do that. Wouldn't do that. Wouldn't begrudge them. Uh,
4: Nick Jourdain is going to start for the Memphis Tigers next year. Of course, oh my coming gosh. over from I, Temple.
2: Well, maybe yes Khalif or no. Battle. Yes or no. That's a I, maybe, yes or no. That's maybe a believe it, it or not.
4: Yeah. Uh,
2: oh, yes or no. You're sticking me there. If Can I say if Khalif Battle comes, he'll be starting. <laughs> uh, well, so listen, this will yes. be interesting. This is so interesting because Khalif Battle is locked on – the 247 crystal ball to UCF after visit like it's 100%. Right. And and rarely, I mean it, it, it does it miss, sure. And even when it's been 100% before, we've seen misses, and especially in this era where we're talking about transfers, we're not talking about high school recruits, we're talking about NIL. Hell, we saw it with ACOT where he's enrolled and on the first day of school he's out of here cuz basically cuz of NIL. But all of that said, isn't it interesting that He's been crystal balled for a few days, hundred percent to UCF. And Penny goes and gets the teammate of his, not just at Temple, but the guy that was his roommate at Temple, and then goes back to his AAU days. Like they've been best they've been tight and best friends for a while. So why do you go get that role player who, yeah, you know, better rim protector, like he's been a good shot blocker all of his career, one and a half points. But let's be real, it's role player numbers, even though he played well in the game again in the one of the Is he be- is he, he better than
4: Chandler you. Lawson?
2: Is he better than Chandler Lawson? He's, he's, more of a, he's more of a rim protector than Chandler Lawson. He's more physical than Chandler Lawson for that point. But I, I'm going back to the point. I think it's interesting here to see, is this a play, uh, a last play to go get Khalif Battle, who would – the two of them would ultimately make, make quite the difference. If it's just Nick Jordan on his own, uh, I, I, hey, we'll use your man Chandler Lawson. Chandler's got the advantage on him in terms of, of, uh, of, of, of knowing Penny's system, everything else, his versatility. Uh, it's just, I, I think, let's see what else happens with this one. And and listen, if you're if you're, you know, I made this point on our show. You know, Aaron McKee. I mean, you, you you'd figure if anybody can help. Listen, you, you've got Nick Jordan, his best friend, to help you there. And if you got Aaron McKee saying, hey, hey, be a good place for you two to go to. My guy here, who's doing the same. You know, I'm rooting for Penny Hardaway because I was trying to do the same thing. I'm just not counting Penny Hardaway out on this one, even though clearly. There are plenty of analysts who think he's a lock to UCF. I'm, maybe this is a, you know, as some said on Twitter, Twitter Penny Hardaway playing chess when the rest of us are playing checkers.
4: Uh, tonight's game, Grizzlies and Clippers. They let's be honest, they kind of threw one away the other day by playing G League team, right? I mean, they did their best, but but. Um, no question. So is tonight. An important game for them to win. Sacramento is going to be at Portland. Portland's kind of packed it in. You could be looking up tomorrow morning and they're only a game up.
2: Better look at this. There's six games left. You're two up on Sacramento. They got the tiebreaker. So, as far as I'm concerned, you need to go at least three and three, right? You look at four and two and you say, sure, the way the Grizzlies are playing, you can see, but let's just say it go three and three make Sacramento have to go 5-1. and one. Their schedule is significantly easier than yours. You've got the eighth toughest schedule the rest of the way. includes three road games to end the season. One of those against a Milwaukee team that got thumped by Boston last it's night. Destroyed. And now their lead... Their lead over Boston is down to two games, so back to the point. They could still be having to go hard to get the number one seed because, of course, you don't want to have to play you know, the, the two and have to, go, have to play the three as well. Then go see the one. So that's the point. You're, you're probably going to get a motivated Milwaukee team. I'm looking at it as this, Jeff. Six games left, go three and three, make Sacramento have to go five and one against a, a, a little bit easier schedule and and see where it falls from there. If you go four and two, hey, great, good chance you've held them off at that point. But let's use the baseline of three and three, and I think if you do, that's a lot of pressure on Sacramento to to win five of the last six to end it. They got still got a couple of tough ones in there, uh, even though a lot of what they got is easy, including a. Uh, you know, and what, what, who they got tonight? You mentioned it. Is it Portland is it tonight. Portland? Portland, Portland tonight. again tonight. They just beat them by yep. 40. I thought so. So they're getting they're getting Portland twice while you're getting the, Clipper, the Clippers. So to go back to your question, Jeff, yes, to me, absolute must win. I think that's why you're going to see, you know, the majority of that available lineup and rotation out there tonight.
4: Well, you got uh, – and then you got Chicago, and then you've got the Portland yourself. So it seems to me – let's be honest. Grizzlies just go ahead and win the next three. Win That'd the next great. three it, and – before then you, don't have you head off on the, on this road exactly. trip, exactly, right.
2: exactly, yeah. With all you. right,
4: Jason, I appreciate it. I'll be listening from eleven to two, as I always do. Thanks very much. Thank you, brother. That's Jason. <laughs> Are you secretly a little worried about it? Not, not that you're worried. No, we're not. I'm not worried, but uh...
3: no, because the other thing is like, okay, they made the conscientious decision. Like, I think they knew there was the possibility they would lose on Wednesday. You can also play all your guy. Like, there's you can. You can push the pedal. Like you still have the lead. And if there's a game that maybe you wanted to rest some guys, maybe you can push the pedal there.
4: If you care particularly. Right. And I don't, it doesn't feel like Robert Covington's going to go seven for seven tonight.
3: No, I mean, that was the other thing. And do you think (laughs) that Westbrook's going to go five for five five again? Five
4: from three. I mean, that
3: was the other thing because I talked about it yesterday with Eric. I remember looking up in the third quarter, seeing the statistics, you know, on the video boards, like where it shows. That they were like close to twenty for like forty from three and just thinking, how is this even a game? like the, no, the way the they young were guys sh- actually hung in there pretty well like the fact the way that the clippers shot, like that thing should have been a blowout.
4: I think this whole engagement thing is is, is getting to be too much, don't you think? I, I, I think that I think what Jason said is exactly right. Everything is too much now because if it has to be... It's, it has to be not just a spectacle and a story. It has to be video. It's literally not enough anymore to ask someone to marry him. Yeah, but that's... Now a- you need a not just a story, but it's really be best if you have a photographer there behind a tree. And if you could really have a video that could go viral, that's even better. I mean, it's like anything in life. Like, what do
3: you value? We didn't have a... Phot- but uh, we- so many oh. people value the... the, the but the, I think that's narcissism. Ali and I don't like. There's, I no, think in I, some I think ways she,
4: it's uh, they, yeah, yeah. Like she
3: and I, I think we put like a pit. Like, we went to dinner after, and I think we put a picture up, something like along the lines. It's like, hey, got engaged. Like, but well, it's interesting. So I got engaged. In, it's interesting
4: you say that because I got. Engaged. You had the scavenger hunt, right? Yeah, I so I did the scavenger hunt, but now that you mention it, and it was it was a very good scavenger hunt. It was she gets up in the morning, and she goes to make a bagel every morning, and the and hits the little thing on the toaster oven to open it up, and there's the first clue. Right. It's popping out. And it it took us all over Washington, D.C. to places where we had been on dates, and at those places there would always be another clue. So she'd have to figure it would be a rhyming clue that would go to whatever, the place that we had. And then, uh, you know, one place it was a restaurant where we had lunch, and then with the... The, the server brought her yeah, the, the next uh, clue. The right next here. Clue. And then the second to last place.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.